February the 12th, 2024. Luke chapter 9. God's temple. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, thank you this morning, Father. Thank you for being King, for being Lord, for being our friend, our Savior. You're all we need. You are our provision. Yes, you are our provider. We look to you, Father God, each day, each morning, afternoon or evening. We come to you seeking our daily bread, knowing that as we receive from you and do what you've called us to do, you will receive the honor, the praise, and the glory. We bless you, Father God. We exalt you. We magnify you. All that we do is to give you glory. We praise you in the mighty and magnificent name of your Son, Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Oh, we hallelujah. And family, again, I thank you this morning. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your time, your intimate space with the Lord our God. And I know that I have not been doing a great job at keeping each episode within 15 minutes. I mean, the, the chapters have been somewhat long and the spiritual food that the Holy Spirit provides is so extensive that to not yield to him, to have his way, would not be an act of obedience. This chapter of the letter is sectioned into 62 verses, keeping in mind that until verse 50 is Jesus' ministry in Galilee, the northern part of the region. And verse 51 of this chapter, which our pastor Sean spoke about on yesterday and asked us to keep an eye on, and thereafter starts Jesus' ministry in Jerusalem. He knows his time on this side of eternity as God incarnate is dwindling. So let's see if going forward we can sense the shift change. Holy Spirit, I will ask you to help me to convey your message in a concise yet accurate manner with the expectation of those whom you've placed in my sphere of influence will be empowered to hear, comprehend, and obey. Thereby our Father, who art in heaven, will receive the glory. We bless you, we praise you in the mighty and magnificent name of Jesus, our Savior, our Lord. Be blessed by this word on today, family. Let's go right into it. Luke chapter 9, God's temple. And first, let me preface a little bit about God's temple, what I'm saying. Remember we spoke yesterday about typology. That's basically what we will be hearing today when you think about God's temple. See if you could pick it up. And he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. And he said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two tunics. And whatever house you enter, stay there, and from there depart. And wherever they do not receive you, when you leave that town, shake off the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. 
And they departed and went through the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Terak heard about all that was happening, and he was perplexed, because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the prophets of old had risen. Herod said, John I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see him. On their return, the apostles told him all they had done, and he took them and withdrew apart to a town called Bethsaida. When the crowds learned it, they followed him, and he welcomed them and spoke to them of the kingdom of God, and cured those who had need of healing. Now the day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the crowd away to go into the surrounding villages and the countryside to find lodging and get provisions, for we are here in a desolate place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there are about five thousand men. And he said to the disciples, have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. And they did so, and had them all sit down, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing over them. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And they all ate and were satisfied, and what was left over was picked up, twelve baskets of broken pieces. Now it happened that as he was praying alone, the disciples were with him. And he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. But others say, Elijah. And others, that one of the prophets of old has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Christ of God. And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life would lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will, taste, who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Now about eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter and John and James, and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered, and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were talking with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep. 
But when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. And as the men were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah, not knowing what he had said. As he was saying these things, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. And a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent and told no one in those days anything of what they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met them. And behold, a man from the crowd cried out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child, and behold, a spirit seizes him, and he suddenly cries out. It convulses him so that he foams at the mouth, and shatters him, and will hardly leave him. And I beg your disciples to cast him out, but they could not. Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon threw him to the ground and convulsed him. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And all were astonished at the majesty of God. But while they were all marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, Let these works sink into your ears. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men. But they did not understand this saying, and it was concealed from them so that they might not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about this saying. An argument arose among them as to which of them was the greatest. But Jesus, knowing the reasoning of their hearts, took a child and put him by his side and said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you all is the one who is great. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop them, because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for the one who is not against you is for you. When the days knew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make preparations for him. But the people did not receive him, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, 
Let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, Father God. God's temple. Father God, knowing that we are your temple, we, we long to be about your business, the business of redemption, restoration, and reconciliation. May our lives declare your glory and may our words echo the wonders of your grace that you might be lifted up for all the world to see. We bless you and praise you in the mighty and majestic name of your son Jesus, our Lord, our Savior. Glory, hallelujah. Family, be blessed on today, be encouraged. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, these words pierced your heart, but you have not confessed Jesus as Lord as of yet. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty for your sin, you shall be saved. Call upon the name of Jesus as Lord, as Savior. Let us walk with you. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.